going to be played Sunday, 1 o'clock at Lucas Oil Stadium. The more you say, ay ay ay, the Colts have a long uphill road to try to get a win against that team. And then you realize we've only played two games this season. Two games into the season. It's a little early to throw dirt on the Indianapolis Colts, and it's a little bit early to elevate the Chiefs to Super Bowl favorites. All right? We're going to talk about this game and where the difference really lies between these two teams. We're going to talk about the build of these two franchises, the Chiefs and the Colts. What is the difference? What has happened over the last two weeks? Two weeks ago, people are, hey, the Colts, they're on their way to the Super Bowl. They checked all their boxes. They had a great offseason, upgraded quarterback, yada, yada, yada. Hadn't come to pass. Hoosiers, big game tomorrow against Cincinnati. Really, their first time playing a quality opponent. Yeah, they've got wins against the Fighting Illini. Uh, Idaho and Western Kentucky in overtime. Now they play a real team. Cincinnati, they lost, their only loss to Arkansas was by a single score. What's going to happen with the Hoosiers tomorrow is you've watched the Hoosiers if you've watched them, and I've watched every snap. You think, boy, oh boy, this team is really fortunate to be 3-0. and But you look at them and you say, hey, they're 3-0. and We don't argue with undefeated. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, September 23rd, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Want to have a little fun investing in your sports knowledge? BUSR is the place to go. BUSR.com backslash Kent. You deposit first time up to $1,000. They're going to match it in free play. And if you deposit over a hunch, you get $25 in free casino chips. That's the way it is. Uh, Hoosiers, 17.5-point dogs at Cincinnati. Colts, 5.5-point dogs at Lucas Oil Stadium against the Chiefs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Smash that like button. Because if you subscribe and you like a video this week, and with every like, you get another entry. You can win the sports memorabilia encased in the golden prize egg, which we will reveal this afternoon during uh, Inside Indiana Sports Now. That about 4 o'clock this afternoon. I'll show you what's in there. It's cool. And um, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll draw a winner. We'll figure out who the winner is. And uh, we'll mail that out. It's what we do. We did it last week with Sean. It was an autographed Pacers jersey by Miles Turner. How about that? All right, let's talk about the Colts and the Chiefs. Figure out exactly who's going to win this thing on Sunday. Look, the difference between these two teams, as is the case for almost every game in the NFL, the most important difference is in quarterback play. You got Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. You got Matt Ryan for the Colts. And it looked like because of what happened with Phillip Rivers, the acquisition of Matt Ryan was going to be an elevation for the Colts because we saw what happened with Rivers. Rivers came here from the Chargers, having gone to the playoffs once in the previous six years, put up an 11-5 record. The Colts go to the playoffs. They lose by three in Buffalo, number one, because Blankenship missed a 30-yarder, number two, because Rivers didn't have the game left to be able to mount a late, they had two and a half minutes left, had about 50 yards to get into field goal range, a little bit less than that, and, and couldn't do it.
because Phillip Rivers didn't have it anymore, but he did have it to go 11-5. and five. Matt Ryan has not looked good so far. Not bad in game one when Michael Pittman was healthy and Alec Pierce was healthy, although Alec Pierce had a, uh, a drop, two targets, no catches, right? Easy to keep track of. Easy to commit to memory. Um, you can't look at that Jaguars game and say, okay, this is Matt Ryan. You can't. Otherwise, it, you're going cr- to get in the crawl space of your house and you're going to hide until the regular season this year is over. Because Matt Ryan was pathetic against the Jaguars, the worst QBR in his career. The only single-digit QBR in his career last weekend in Jacksonville. For the season, he is at 31.4. Wow. Neil, thank you very much. Thanks for the donation. Forgot to mention donations. Donate if you like. Happy Friday to you, too. Uh, 31.4 for Matt Ryan. Patrick Mahomes is at 82.2 on the season. Now, there's a difference between these guys beyond their talent level, and clearly Patrick Mahomes is the more talented of the two quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes has weapons. Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, who at the age of 32 is still rocking. He is still putting up gaudy numbers as a tight end. I was really surprised to see that he's uh, that old. Tell you the truth, he plays like he's about 27. They've also got Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney's a guy making $16 million a year. All right, five years, $80 million bucks, like 48 guaranteed. Quentin Nelson was just extended, right? Uh, four years, $80 million, 60 guaranteed. Quentin Nelson ranked down the list on Pro Football Focus, uh, his level of play, while Joe Tooney, number one in the NFL. There you go. Also, they've got Chris Jones as a defensive tackle. He's ranked number one in the NFL. DeForest Buckner, not. Grover Stewart in the top 10, though. Grover Stewart's been really good. At any rate, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, Matt Ryan, one touchdown pass this season in these two games, four interceptions. The interceptions, don't crap yourself over the interceptions, all right? Because the interceptions, look, you've got to take a shot when you're behind. You, and the, the first interception, they were third and 10. They were going to have to punt. You throw it up. You see if something good happens. Granson couldn't come down with the football. And so they got the pick. But really, in the aggregate, what you wound up losing was maybe 15 yards, uh, 20 yards in field position. It was worth the risk. You throw it up. You take your shot. Matt Ryan is not in the NFL to put up great statistics. He's not about the gaudy numbers, clearly, last week. But what he does do and what he will sacrifice are the gaudy numbers in order to take a shot every once in a while. And so the interceptions last week, I'm not altogether that worried about. You can look at it and say, oh my God, the sky is falling. They were getting their ass beat badly last week. So you take a shot. What are you going to do? Um, the way these teams are beaten or are built, a little bit different. It's skimping at left tackle. The Colts might have made a mistake there. You know, Matt Pryor, clearly through two weeks, has not been the answer. Bernard Ryman has also not been the answer. Third round pick out of Central Michigan, right? Uh, the Chiefs, they didn't scrimp 
at uh, at left tackle, and and so they're a little bit better. They they pay more for defensive line play than anybody else in the end in the NFL. But Jones is a massive part of that number, just as for the Col- Colts are paying third in the NFL for their defensive line, third highest. DeForest Buckner, a big part of that number. Um, did you know that for wide receivers, the Colts are number 31? Like, here's what happened with the Chiefs. The Chiefs needed wide receivers. They lose Tyreek Hill. So they go out and sign a couple of free agents, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they sign, and Juju Smith-Schuster, they sign. The Colts used their 53rd overall draft pick to take Alec Pierce. That's what they did. Their highest paid wide receiver, do you know who that is? It's Ashton Doolin is their highest paid wide receiver this year in terms of cap space. That That's not good. The one place where the Colts really have an advantage is at running back. Jonathan Taylor is the best in the league, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not. If you can run the football, if you can possess the football against the Chiefs, as the Colts did in 2019 when they won 19-13, to had the ball 37 minutes and 15 seconds. If you can possess the football and move the chains with Jonathan Taylor, and every once in a while keep the Chiefs honest by throwing it, and keep them spread a little bit, you got a chance. You got a shooter's chance in this game. And if you don't win, all of a sudden this talk that Sean Payton did nothing to discourage yesterday about Frank Reich being a short-timer and Sean Payton being coveted by uh, Jim Irsay, that's going to get legs. That's going to develop some momentum that is not going to be pretty and not going to be pleasant. But uh, another difference for the Colts, I don't need to even mention this, but Travis Kelsey versus Mo Ali Cox. You know, what are you going to do? Um, the Colts put up some yardage numbers against the Texans, and the Chiefs' defense can be had. We'll see what happens on Sunday, 1 o'clock, Lucas Oil Stadium. Be positive. If you go to the game, be positive until you absolutely can't take it anymore and then unleash the booze. But don't do it before that. Be positive. Try to lift this team. Try to be a force for good out there, for God's sake. Um, but this, this is a big game. This isn't the season. Can the Colts do what the Colts did in 18 and 21? Start out slow, 1-5 and five and 18, 1-4 last year, and somehow find a way back into the playoff conversation, into the playoffs in 2018, and won a playoff game in 18. Last year should have gone to the playoffs. And don't talk to me about how uh, the choice to move Carson Wentz to Washington was flawed. It wasn't. That was a necessary move made with prudence. Uh, but Colts, five-and-a-half-point dogs, and for good reason. And doesn't it feel like it should be more than that? It does feel like it should be more than that. Uh, Indiana's going to play Cincinnati tomorrow, 3.30 on ESPN2. Indiana, 17-and-a-half-point dogs at Cincinnati because Cincinnati's pretty damn good, and Indiana really isn't. Indiana's defense has been terrible. However, they've given up a ton of yards. Like, they're averaging 450 yards allowed or right around that number. That is a lot. They are 3-0, and and if you're a Hoosier fan, you think, hey, maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle and get somehow to 4-0, and then the next week you got Nebraska 
All of a sudden, you're 5-0 and because Nebraska's a tire fire that won't go out. So you're one win away from bowl eligibility. Hooray, Hoosiers! But this is going to be a tough game. This is going to be a difficult quarry for the, uh, for the Indiana Hoosiers to navigate. Cincinnati's a good football team, and Indiana is really, really fortunate to be 3-0 right now. Man, they could have lost all three of these games. I know it's preposterous thinking about Idaho, but they could have lost that game. Should have lost Illinois. If those two teams played nine times, I got to believe Illinois win, or ten times, Illinois win, not, wins nine. And, and last week, easily could have lost Western Kentucky, but they didn't, and we don't apologize for undefeated. Hell with it. Ride the wave. You know what I mean? Like if you're surfing, you've never surfed before and you catch a tube and you're just rolling through that wave, but you don't know what the hell you're doing. You still did it. I don't know whether whether that uh, analogy makes any sense whatsoever, but I'm standing by it. Connor Bazelak has been good enough to this point to get the Hoosiers to 3-0. and And that's all we could have hoped for when it started. You can't do better than 3-0. and We'll see. Uh, like I said, Bearcats 2-1. and one. They only beat Miami of Ohio by 21. And, and so you think, well, you know, 38-17 over Miami of Ohio, that's not altogether that good. And then you think, well, Indiana at home, and that game was at Miami. Indiana at home was taken to overtime by Western Kentucky. Eee! At any rate, Cubs won last night 3-2. They're winning a bunch of one-run games. What the hell's going on with the Cubs? Um... Uh, the uh, pitcher was Nesky. He was pretty good last night. Six uh, six innings, five hits, couple of runs, and six strikeouts. All right, you can go. Hey, Jacoby Brissett did play well last night. I told you he was going to. He is not affected by bad weather. Told you that the Browns looked good as four point favorites in Cleveland last night, and they were. All right, more picks this afternoon with Ivan. Ivan, the persimmon prognosticator, is going to tell us all about what's going to happen this weekend. He's had two really good weeks. Helping you invest wisely. Let's celebrate some birthdays. All right, and remember to subscribe and remember to like the video and you could potentially win what is in this sports memorabilia prize egg. All right, birthdays. Um, being celebrated today by uh, Facebook followers. That's where we get the birthdays. Jonathan Fish, Todd Appleman, Stacia Lee Yeoman celebrating a birthday. I think it's probably Stacia. Uh, Wayne Coy, Kenneth Lee, who I worked with at Emma's happy birthday. Jill Story Cosby, happy birthday. John McKenna, the great Tice Carlson, IndyCar veteran, former driver in IndyCar. The great Todd Lindemann. Great Bob story or Bob Knight story about Todd Lindeman. I won't share because it's Todd Lindeman's birthday. Max Williams celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Max. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else had his best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift people up. Don't pull people down because it's Friday. We do the windmill invented by the great Scott Armetti. This you rock this on the dance floor anywhere in Indianapolis, and I tell you, the women come out of the woodwork. They can't wait to dance with you. Uh, we'll talk to you later this afternoon. Can't wait for that. Inside Indiana Sports Now, Ivan.
The Persimmon Prognosticator is going to share his wisdom for the weekend. We'll talk to you then.